to make one extra step in your mind about flipping from your name to my name? Well, yeah, I'd have to relabel them so that mine says Bill instead of Matt. Right. That sounds excruciating. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to do it at the beginning, and I'd start working on it, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, whoa, something's all screwed up. You see what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. You're. I mean, you're. that's ludicrous. <laughs> it's ludicrous. Okay. But but you got it. It's all straight now. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I think the OCD okay. is in line. Kind of. You have yeah. it whipped and yeah. in control. It's 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 in it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Because <laughs> you couldn't yeah. even say okay. Are you no, sure it's okay? Yeah, it's okay. All right, we're good. All right. So this is a special episode. Mini sold. It? It's a mini <laughs> We are doing a mini It's a very special mini that we we teed up a couple episodes. Is ago. This is a very special mini well, Not. No, are we going to deal with a like uh, difficult? matters you know how sitcoms were very special yeah the very special episode the kind of, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah yeah no 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 it's not that like when all. arnold got diddled by that old dude oh man that was <laughs> very special that was horrible or was it dudley i think dudley got diddled i think they well dudley got diddled and I then mean, who wouldn't diddle a dudley <laughs> and then he pulled arnold into it right like spacey he was would like, diddle a dudley he was like hey arnold this friend of yeah, mine i got a guy and yeah. he's real rich and he does nice stuff for us yes and all you have to do is walk around in your underwear right yeah. and wasn't it gordon jump? and arnold was like what you talking about <laughs> what you talking about dudley? what you talking about dudley and wasn't it gordon jump who played the the creepy old guy uh, gordon jump from wkrp in cincinnati yes, i believe it was gordon now jump. there's a cast we could translate oh, oh boy oh boy uh, coming soon oh this stuff is piling up in my head <laughs> travis <laughs> Lonnie Anderson, Les Nessman. <laughs> can't stop. <laughs> we can't do it now though because we have this is uh, this know, is a very special episode. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, <laughs> right. But we'll 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 get on that. But with somebody, yeah, we'll remember time. to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be really good. Les Nessman. You know, Les Nessman wore a bandaid on him somewhere every episode. <laughs> of course. Did he you did. know that? Yeah. Just <laughs> a little Hilarious. teaser. That yeah. Was so funny. Pretty good. That was really good. Um. All right. So in this episode, what we're going to is mini sode. Mini sode. What we're going to do? Mini sode. It's a mini sode. We are doing a mini sode. I get excited for the mini sode. I know. Well, Pressure's they're off. They're fun. Yeah. We're going to rank our top five mammoth films. Five to one mammoth films. With a couple of. Um, uh, oh, there will be honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Things we have, movies we have to talk about. Yeah, because this was really hard to do. It's so hard. To cut it at five was tricky. And one thing I want to make very clear. Do you hear me, Bill? Very, I want to make this very clear. Okay. We are not ranking the scripts because that list is incredibly different. Okay. I'm ranking the movie. The film. The film. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's the you know, all-encompassing collaborative effort of the film right, that the he wrote. The experience of watching it. Right? Yeah. 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 As opposed to buttering it and eating it. <laughs> yes. I... Because um, I do like to slather some eight millimeter <laughs> and some vegan butter and let it. her rip, baby. <laughs> and we're no, of course, we're leaving Glenn Gary Glenn Ross out of the picture. Yeah, I don't because we both agree. I think no, we we don't agree, but it's your deal, so we're doing it. But I we, I think we would both agree it's one of our top choices. It for is, sure. but it, it felt so. I think that's what made this so hard is that we left it out. Oh, I'd have a five easy if I was throwing GGDR in there. You. Really threw me a curveball. <laughs> well, I feel like we've we've covered GGGR so much, and, yeah. and our love for it is apparent. No, you're so right. I don't think we need to continue. That is a way to here. do this. You're right. But where would it be ultimately? I think people will be curious. Well, we could get into that at the end. We might. Yeah, we might. Okay. You you threw me a real necro though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, we're not. 
And then it got real hard. Yeah, it's hard. It got real hard. Like if you time-lapsed me while I was doing this, I was like up and down from my desk like 30 times, <laughs> like racking my brain. It was very hard. Yeah, I was reading like, I was like Googling all the movies, trying to <laughs> trying to let like some some random piece of internet some information fact. make the decision Put it over me. the top. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep, I was doing that too. So It's uh, a tough one. It it's is a tough. real tough one. Yeah. When you care as much as we do about these guys, right. these, these films... It's so hard. Sometimes you just got to go with your gut, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And pick one. Yeah. Which I just did moments ago for my fifth. That's right. I was uh, struggling with, with cutting cutting the list off. So to reiterate, this is the films, not the scripts. Right. And we are leaving out the venerated GGGR. Correct. Okay. All right. So should we start with the honorable mentions? No, let's save those for the end. Okay. So we'll, we'll start, start with, with the, the solid five. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be good. Yeah, it is. Because I, I have the suspicion, and we'll see if this plays out, that our lists are going to be very different. You're way wrong. I really? Think, I think there's only five movies to put in your top wow. five. Wow. See? Now the, that's a statement. I, well, but you'll. <laughs> but I think I'll be right. All right. Let's, let's do it. Let's see. Let's right. see. Who's going first? Five. Go ahead. What do you got for your five? Me? Yeah. All right. Because you're going to hate my five. I, number you're going to want to strangle me. No, it's okay. You, <laughs> They're all valid. I mean, here we go. At Not number at five. five for me, I have drumroll, State and Maine. State and Maine at number five. State and Maine at number five. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. It's a great movie. It's, it's a, a great movie. It's a hilarious like Hollywood. It's one comedy. of his few actual comedies. Yes. We're No Angels is in that category, right. but it, this is his best comedy by far. Uh, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> Oh, oh no, it is. It definitely is his best comedy. But it's a it's a terrific movie. Uh, Rebecca Pigeon is fantastic in it, as is the whole cast. I mean, it's a cast of thousands, and they're all great. I yeah. mean, you got your Bill Macy, you got your Alec Baldwin, you got yeah. your Rebecca Pigeon, you got your um. Uh, you had me at Pigeon. I know. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, who's the 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 Ricky Jay is in it, <laughs> and like just there's so many mammoth mammoth guys. All the mammoth this. guys are in it. Yeah, and, all the ones uh, that remained. We've JT talk- Walsh would have totally been in this oh, movie. He totally would have. Yeah. We yeah. talked before about David Pamer in this movie. Who love is Pamer? Love oh, Pamer. He's so great. Yeah, it's a great yeah. film. I mean, I, I yeah. you know the Hag line in that movie <laughs> always gets me. <laughs> of course, I'm in from the Cape. Where am I in from the Hag? So good. <laughs> so has, fucking good. There's so many great lines in that movie. Yeah. I've talked about the one about the baseball being the national sport. It's the national. It's sport. The national I love sport. that one. You know, and everyone's favorite one is of course the midpoint where the where uh, Alec Baldwin after says, the accident. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. So that yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's it's very memorable. Classic. It is. Know? It's a great line. And apparently, there was I read a little story about that line online uh-huh. uh that said mamet had written something else there sure and when they were filming it he was like wait a minute that's not it wasn't landing or it wasn't perfect so okay he he came up with so that happened and they tried that so and that, and that that's happened what, and that's what they what, what i want you to do here uh alec is uh try try this one so that happened <laughs> okay yeah I think I can do and, that. And, and, and imagine you're in your mind, Alec, that the word that is in italics. Uh, I get it. <laughs> italics. <laughs> a little more meaning on that. Huh? Internalize that one a little bit, Dave. You yeah, well, you know, hey. you're, the, you're the artist here. I'm just, I just write hey. the words. How's my hair? How do I look? No, more hairspray. Okay. <laughs> you need some more hairspray. I, you know, it's, Rabbi Shmuel always says a little bit of you know, so, spray goes a long way. That happened. Yes. So that happened. Don't, yes, don't. Okay, save, so save that. That happened. Save, no, no. Hey, could you give me a second? <laughs> I'm working this out over here. 
But yeah, I love State. I do too. It's on my list. Higher okay. than you have it. Well, there you, go. you actually love it <laughs> yes, more than me. I do. I apparently. do. I think it's great. I'll I'll save one of my favorite moments for when we get there. Number five. I have to say that now, right? You're gonna hate it. You're gonna hate this. Why? It's the verdict. Oh, I I when you, when you said earlier you were saying you're not gonna like my number five. I figured that's yeah. what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the verdict. I mean, it makes the top five. You can't yeah. be that mad at me. No, not right? at all. It's a phenomenal movie. It is. Right. It's from the era of movies that I that I relate to most. From like the early 80s. Yeah, those early 80s movies really stick with me. Ah. They're like, you know, they're like gritty and like And Justice for All and, yeah. and you know, Serpico a little earlier, but all of those movies, all the Sidney, Sidney Lumet stuff, uh-huh. I fucking love. Interesting tidbit about, oh no, that wasn't Unjustice for All, it was author, 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 never mind, I take it back. Oh, I haven't seen that one in ages. Yeah. Well, the, I love that one. Yeah, Give me a tidbit. Another Al Pacino. Well, Give the me guy, a tidbit. The guy who directed Author, Author was originally hired by the producers of The Verdict to direct The Verdict. And they had the script from Mammoth. They hired Mammoth to write the script. Then they hired this guy, right. uh, Hiller, to direct it, Arthur Hiller. Uh-huh. And he didn't like the script. So he hired someone else to write the script. Ugh. And then they went through a, a few rewrites, and then the director quit. <laughs> and then Sweet. So then Robert Redford got involved. Bobby Redford. To be uh, the Paul Newman role, Frank Galvin. Sure. And so he didn't like the script, either of the scripts now. So... He started, he hired someone else to write another version. I love Bobby so, Redford, but goddamn it. Yeah, he wanted it to be more about him. That was his whole thing. Like, well, it's got to be more about the yeah. about Frank. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. they went through well, all and this. And he went on to do Legal Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Which tells you something. <laughs> Which right? tells you a little yeah. something, yeah. So, uh, so he did a bunch of rewrites, and then he, wasn't, he never got satisfied, and then he quit. And then finally, the directors hired Sidney Lumet, and they gave him all the scripts that they had worked through so far yeah and he looked at He's them like, all i think i'm gonna go with the mammoth script guys yeah he, right? went, he was like well yeah. this is the the it's original one the is the best yeah, one yeah, yeah. this is other this other stuff is drifting so far away from the core idea right let's just do this original exactly one. and so that's how the, that happened i love it yeah i love it very interesting yeah by the so. way legal eagles it it's a fun movie deborah winger one of my favorites <laughs> um as you know yeah i know um but when you're from around here <laughs> Legal, legal, eagles. eagles yeah. <laughs> that was one of my my mother really liked that movie. She used to did say, she really? She didn't. She used to say legal, legal, eagles, legal, eagles. Oh my yeah. god, it would make my skin crawl. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I love that legal, yeah. eagles, legal, eagles. <laughs> Everybody, check out legal, eagles. But first, buy yourself some bagels. <laughs> Get a dozen bagels and some cakes, cakes. and watch legal, eagles, cakes and bagels. <laughs> to watch the eagles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, so the verdict. That's, Terrible. That's cool. Yeah, the verdict. Sidney Lumet. I've, I love. I have a lot more to say about that movie later. I'm sure you will. It. Yeah, pro- probably around so. number one. Uh, <laughs> but Sidney Lumet, if you if he directed it, watch it. It's because you'll never yeah. you'll never go wrong. Yeah, he's really good. It's so good. And Justice for All is one of my favorite all time movies. Yeah, that's fun. He's so good. Yeah, another Jack Warner from uh, Jack Warner, yeah. also phenomenal. Yeah, he's hilarious. In that. Yeah. Yeah. And Lee Strasberg is in that movie. Oh, yeah, right. So good. Anyway. Yeah, it's a good movie. Check Al, it Al out. There are great movies. Check it out. <laughs> People made great movies back in the day. That's right. And it wasn't all about green screen and bullshit. <laughs> it wasn't about cartoons <laughs> fighting each other. It was drama. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. All right. You get you going Moving number four? It, unless you would like to. No. All right. Well, I mean, we're going to bounce it. Okay. We're, we're bouncing. Bounce right, boom, we're boom, bouncing. boom, boom. You go, I go. All right. I'm next. Yeah. So number four, I have yeah. The Edge. You're kidding me. Nope. The Edge. 
Well, I thought the stuff with the bear was a little over the top. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> and I happen to think it's not. Like when I watched that movie, I've never Buddy. once watched that movie and been like, whoa, they really overdid it with Are that bear. Are you kidding me? I mean, the it's a circus act <laughs> that they do with that bear. <laughs> Come on. It's laughable. That bear is a tremendous act. I can't actor. believe you love that movie. I, I can't believe it movie. made your top five. It did. That's it. Get out. That's extraordinarily <laughs> baffling to me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nope. The edge. You know how when you said you got some ones that you don't like and that you thought, you know, it's like some, some particular bottom, bottom like, feeders, yeah, some yeah. bad ones, yeah, like your least favorite. You thought the edge was going to be in that group, yeah. That's in it's in your bottom group, yeah. Wow, it's a ludicrous movie really? with Why? a great script. Why is it ludicrous? Because the stuff with the bear is a little over the top. I don't think it is. It shoots everything else that happens in that movie right in the butt. Wow, to me. So give me what specifically about it. And it's a little it over posturing. And I think Elle McPherson is in it. She is in it. Yeah. She plays the wife. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. that You can't have a top five movie with Elle McPherson <laughs> in it. Your movie has a supermodel <laughs> starring pretty heavily. Well, she has to be beautiful. So they, they picked a supermodel to play the part. I mean, I'll it's, you know. Yeah. She's, she's not well, bad think, in it. I think this pick says more about you than it does about the movie. <laughs> well, I happen to love the movie. I think it's great. Um, I think I've, I've talked about it before being a perfect man versus man, man versus nature, man versus himself movie. And I do right. think that's what it is. Okay. And I don't think the direction was over the top. I think the bear just happened to be like a really good actor. Like they hired <laughs> this bear who was like really good, could do all this stuff that they wanted them to do. And they had no idea he was going to be able to do this stuff. He Bart the bear. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> You know the actor that played the bear. <laughs> yeah, Bart the Bear. If that doesn't tell you that the stuff with the bear was over the top, then I don't know what does. <laughs> Clearly nothing does, because I, I really like the You movie. really love it. And I think, you know, even though there's a bear attacking them all the time and all this kind of stuff, like the, the climactic moment in the film is when one guy gives another guy a watch. Yeah. It's got an engraving on it. Uh -huh. I mean, this is like, you know, it's it's yeah, it's not about the bear. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the... <laughs> Someone tell the director. Wow! Oh, come, come on! on. No, it's not no, a great no. movie, buddy. Oh, I think it doesn't really belong good. in your top. I know five. most people don't like it, but I like it an awful no, lot. No, it doesn't that's belong it's in, in your top five, five at all. <laughs> there are clearly there's so many far superior movies. That <laughs> is right. baffling. Give me one. So then. maybe you. This, is that why you said <laughs> not to point at you? I'm pointing at you <laughs> aggressively, and I don't mean <laughs> yeah. to be. Is that why you said? You thought our list would be very different I because just, you knew you had such a clunker on that list <laughs> I think, of yours. No, I just thought we would have very different lists, and I think we will when you yeah, get down to I, it. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> All right, so now, give, me, give me your number four. My number four is the Mammoth directed, him, real fan over here, uh -huh. the Mammoth directed Spanish Prisoner. The Spanish Prisoner. That's okay, right, yeah, the yeah. Spanish Prisoner. Love the Spanish Prisoner. It's yeah, a great sure. Movie. Why don't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's a phenomenal movie. Steve Martin. It, I, I will admit it unfolds like a wire fence. Like you really have to work to get it unfurled. Yeah. A and I like working for my movies sometimes. Sure. I really do. Yep. Um, and that's one I particularly enjoy the work out of. It is good. I really, really love it. I think Steve Martin is a revelation. He's really good. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. I think Ricky Jay is at his best. Yes. He's in very that good. film, right? Rebecca Pitt. This is where you first I fall mean, in love with Rebecca Rebe Pitt, right? Every time. It, 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 over and over again. So exactly. it's hard to pick yeah. the first time, but yeah. Yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. every time. She's great. I mean, yes, everybody's great. Isn't that just like me to live above a bakery? <laughs> the Sunshine Bakery. I mean, and there's big eyes. <laughs> clink, 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 yeah, clink. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. she's great. No, it's great. And yeah. and you never know who to trust. It's so noir -y and perfect. It is. It's got a great score by um, 
And who who's uh, Scott 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 Glenn? Uh huh. Is the actor? I think right? Is no, no, no. Campbell well, Scott. Campbell Scott. Campbell That's Scott. Right. Campbell Scott. Yeah. Yeah, he's a. I would say he's a little wooden overall. <laughs> you know, not a lot of range. How dare you? And of the, you know, Mammoth directed. I know exactly, but that's the thing. Even for a Mammoth film, the the performances. <laughs> if I were to knock it down for anything, Even and for I love a it, film. Even, I, the, sure. the performances are a little wooden sure, sure. in this. That's the only thing I would say. No, they are, but I think purposefully, and I think it never works better than in this movie. Right, because you never know who to trust, and it's kind of like you know. Yeah, that yeah. or that or that's that mammoth style. Like if you go back and you watch House of Games, everybody is stilted. Yes. To the nth degree. Yeah, that's, and it hurts. It does. It's it not hurts fun. The movie. It's yeah, not it fun to watch. Yeah. In in this movie, they're almost equally as stilted, but it unfolds so well that it, you're just in it. You're in it the whole time, and it's great. And even Campbell Scott being like, "Do you know? Do you know?" You know, like it doesn't it doesn't bother you. It's like, okay, in this world, people speak very succinctly and staccato and clearly, and that's and you move on. Yeah, yeah. No, I like And I, isn't I, it just like her to live above a bakery? It isn't. It's beautiful. It, that was one of the ones that I had a hard time. It was one of the ones on my list that I wanted to fit into the top five, uh-huh. but I just couldn't find a place for it. It ultimately did not make it. It ultimately top fell five. out of my top okay. five. Yeah, but I love But it, is it though. gonna slip into the honorable mention? Yeah, it's definitely an honorable mention for sure. Okay. So All right, great. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I'm just saying it's. It's on my. It's yeah, on my and radar. you have the edge, and yeah. not the Spanish prison. Correct. Baffling. <laughs> Baffling. <laughs> number three. Number three. Number three. Again, movies, not scripts. Movies, not scripts. Right. I think the edge is a phenomenal script. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think this is going to be another surprise. Okay. All right. So number three for me is Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog. Uh huh. Now this brings up an interesting thing, because <laughs> I took your your ground rules and I adapted them just for my choices. Uh-huh. They're my choices, Bill. Sure, I can no. do whatever the fuck I want with them, <laughs> and you can get off my back about it <laughs> preemptively. <laughs> if he shared a screenplay credit, uh-huh. I I could not pick it. I see. I would not pick it. Okay, and I could not pick it. <laughs> Those that's three movies. That's Things Change, Ronin, and Wag the Dog, as I understand it all phenomenal like uh, things change would be in my top five for sure if he didn't have a if there wasn't a co-write on the screenplay okay now why was that one of your criteria because i because I, I think if we're picking our top five mammoth films they should be strictly mammoth films mm. now, see i didn't take that as a guideline. no clearly you did <laughs> and the reason is for me even though there's someone else is credited as a screenplay uh for the screenplay of wag the dog right right to me, it's it is a quintessential mammoth movie. You you listen to that dialogue for sure. You see the way that story unfolds for sure. The characters, everything about it, to me, makes it a mammoth movie. And I that, hear you. that was my criteria. Was I hear like, you. Even if someone else wrote it, like even things change, was you know certainly in consideration for me, because it, it it's a mammoth movie. I mean, everything about it to me makes it a mammoth. It movie. is and it isn't. That's that's what I'm saying. It, you definitely, I mean, you're absolutely right. All three of these movies are phenomenal movies, in my opinion. I highly recommend Ronin to anyone who will listen, even though I know you don't you, you don't care for it. Uh, at least it's you don't care for its resolution, isn't that what you said? The, the, you yeah, have the, a problem the villain, with the, ending. the villain, yeah. and the whole thing at the skating rink was totally a understandable. <laughs> totally understandable, but I, it's, it charms me somehow, and I love it. Yeah. Um, all three of these movies, I love to death. I, they're dear movies to me, but they're not only mammoth movies to me you know especially things change shell silverstein i'm a huge fan yeah and i would not want to discredit the poetry and the playfulness in that movie as coming from dave because it it clearly wasn't 
you yeah, know what I mean? They shared it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of those, I think most of those sort of uh, mob boss things that were from my uncle back in the old country. You or know, Shel like, Silverstein That's got to be Silverstein yeah, gags. Yeah, 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 100%. So I didn't feel comfortable picking it as a mammoth movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. It is well, fair. Now let's, and it's but probably let's... something you should have thought of. <laughs> Let's let's talk about Wag the Dog for a minute, though. Okay, because, I'd love to. I mean, Bob De Niro, fantastic. Bobby in this D. Movie. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I love so him. Good. I love him. And and Robert uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman, sorry, is just Dustin off. Hoffman. I, I just love that character so much. He yeah. plays the the movie producer. And yeah. He's hilarious. A hundred percent hilarious from beginning to end. That's right. Uh, just absolutely hilarious. And I, I love side the note: movie. turns out he's a shithead. Dustin Hoffman, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but he's but great in that movie. He sure he is. He really is. He really is, yeah. Not unlike Kevin Spacey and our beloved Glengarry Glen Ross. Yes. Phenomenal in the movie, but goddamn, it's hard to like him now. <laughs> hard to like him now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's a great movie. And it is a great movie. It's uh, another one for me. This is uh, the first one that for me is not directed by David Mamet. Right. And the interesting thing for me is uh, uh, I will say that I think movies that were written by David Mamet, but not directed by David Mamet, generally, for me, are usually better I th- than the ones that he wrote and I directed. thought that, too. And certainly my top two were not directed by him. But go. I do have two of the five that were directed by him. So it's kind of a crapshoot. Like, yeah, I mean, of the ones I have, I have one, two, three that were not directed by him, and the rest all were. Gotcha. So, uh, and that includes my. So my it's a, we we have list. an equal mix, kind of, yeah. in that respect. Yeah, but I think just in general, for some reason, not and this is not to knock him as a film director, right? But it's not his thing. Like he's he can do it, right? Yeah. But I don't perceive that as being his thing. But he when he writes a script and gives it to someone like a Sidney Lumet, who who that's his thing, sure. Who can interpret the script? A James and, Foley. A James Foley, right? Uh, and and I'm trying to I'm I'm. Of course, I'm blanking on the name of the guy who directed Wag the Dog, who is another great. Uh, uh, it's not Robert Zemeckis. It's um, I don't I actually don't know this. Oh, he did. Uh, uh, I, th- I want to say he did Rain Man. Oh, and he also directed that thing Al Pacino did on HBO where he played uh, Jack Kevorkian. Uh, I did like that movie a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm trying to get to IMDb to look it up. Um, but he's a, he's a really Do good, it. really good uh, seasoned director. Yeah, no, it, yeah, the Rain Man guy. <laughs> I just can't pull his name. I know. I can't either. Um, but it's... Yeah, okay. Okay. That's the wag the dog. And then while you're there... Bar- Barry Levinson. Barry Levinson, of course. Barry of Levinson. course. Yeah. Phenomenal director. Yeah, really good director. Uh, an endless library of great films. Yeah. And I think... Who was the the, the screenplay credit co-writer? Was Wendy someone? Wendy Wick, Wickle? Wickerman? W- Wander? Hillary Hankin. Damn it. <laughs> good one, and, Zumbo. <laughs> and the, the book that it's based on was written by Larry Beinhart. Yeah. Now, the, a lot of these, a lot of his movies were based on books. And I think he's great at making a book a super enjoyable screenplay. Right. And this yeah. one, this one, like The Verdict, was nominated for Best Screenplay based on an already existing work. For sure. Best Adapted Screenplay, I guess you would say. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. And, and I, you know, I don't know how much Hillary Henkin had to do with the writing of it. Um, and why she's got a credit. But to me, like I said, to me, when I hear it, when I watch it, it feels so mammothy to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, this is a mammoth. I hear you, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mister. I hear you, and I see you. All right. And I vow to change. (laughs) But I'm telling you, I don't agree. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, this is your list, and you can do it however you want. You're goddamn right I can. (laughs) 
And I did. All right. So what's number three on so your three, list? So three, we've already talked about it. We It's already appeared on your list because um, you are the ruiner of fun things. I have State in Maine at three. There you go. Yeah. State in Maine. Third best movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I really enjoy it. It's, it's so got, good. It's got so many... Um, I was reading about State in Maine when I was trying to get my decision made online from yeah, Google. Sure. And one of the things someone pointed out is how in that movie, numerous times, Mamet does this thing where he kind of seeds a joke and then we but we don't get the we, we don't get the punchline till later. It's like uh-huh. a, it's like a backwards it's almost like he tells the joke backwards. Right. So like the Brazumercom thing yes. is one <laughs> yes. where like, you know, yes. we don't get the punchline until the very end of the movie, it's but so he's good. been setting it up over and over, over and, and over, over throughout the whole film. Yeah, it's so and, good. And all throughout the movie, there's things like that. The mayor's, the, the dinner with the mayor, you know what I mean? The, <laughs> yes. and, and Patty LuPone getting everything ready and yeah. all that stuff. You know, there's a, and even in within lines, within speeches, he does it too, where he'll, he'll seed something and then. And then it doesn't pay off until later, like the drawing her breasts from memory thing, like, yeah. you know, is great. I mean, that's his whole thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just keep him, keep him in wonderment until you reveal it. And there's so many great, like, phone conversations. Yes. <laughs> yes Usually there are. done by Bill Macy. Yes. And some of them by David Paymer. So a lot of them by Paymer. Paymer's yeah. always on the phone yeah. in this. As is back, Macy. Back yeah, to yeah. Hollywood. It's so great. And and, and he, your mammoth is really great at writing these, you know, these phone calls. <laughs> yeah. And it's, re- oh my God, they're so funny. It's his most finely crafted comedy, I think. Yeah. I've... It's the it's the one that keeps you laughing, for sure. Yeah, it's really funny. It's so good. And it also has very poignant moments. For example. Yes, it does. Um. Rebecca Pigeon has a moment where she fixes the gentleman's glasses, the writer's glasses with a fish hook. Yes. And he says, good as new. And she says, well, better than new, right? Because now it's got a story. <laughs> and I love that so much. Like, it makes my heart light. Yeah. When she does it and he wrote it. And it's just a beautiful moment. It is. And I like and the they're moment. Peppered and they're peppered in this movie. Yeah. And it's, it's usually about their, their relationship. I like the moment where they're just getting together, yeah. And then, the, and then the rain, and the sheriff comes and, and <laughs> right. walks her home instead right. of him walking her home. Right, right. I love that. Yeah, it's so good. And then at the end, cock blocking sheriff. And at the end, when our friend Paul Butler comes in as the judge, and and everyone's and, friend Paul Butler. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> I confess, I confess, and he's like, Oh, why don't you confess to her? <laughs> yeah. I love that too. You know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's so many great moments. There's we could great, talk. We could do a whole episode on State and Maine. It's yeah, phenomenal. Great chemistry between uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, Rebecca Pigeon. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah, it's, it's that's a Hoffman staple. Every, everyone that acted with him seemed like they were better because they were acting with him. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the great ones do. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. Really good. Numero dos. <laughs> Numero dos. Numero dos for you, buddy. All right, here we go. I'm ready. Mrs. I'm ready. Strapping it on. Yes, yeah, strap it on. Get ready. Because here it comes. Oh, and I know boy. you're going to have a lot to say about this oh, movie. Boy. For me, it's The Untouchables. Oh, I'm just happy that it made your list, first of all. <laughs> and second of all, I'm happy you have it so high. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, see? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what could be better, but good for you. You got it close to where it should have been. You got it pretty close. And again, here's a movie directed by a well-known established director well, De Palma, right? De Palma yeah, I mean, who takes the script and really brings it you know visually to life yeah yeah that's really what I love most about way. it is yeah. the is the sort of epicness that he gave it with the sweeping cinematic beauty that is that movie yeah I could talk for days about it and something tells me I'm gonna have an opportunity on this very episode <laughs> to talk about it again but it's just it is 
it's damn near a perfect film in my mind. Wow. Yeah, you like it a lot more than I do, I think. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, yeah, for you, yeah. it's big time. No, it's, yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those all-time, lifetime touchstone films for me. And it's amazing to me, like, that this is a Brian De Palma film. Because as much as I like Brian De Palma, and I do, I really do, enjoy yeah. some of his movies. Sure. I love Body Double. Yes, great um, movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. Yeah. And I enjoy a lot of his, like, weird... Uh, Hitchcock Hitchcockian slasher movies from the like seventies <laughs> yeah. and eighties, yeah, like yeah, Body yeah. Double, and they're yeah. all they're all ripoffs of a of a of a different Hitchcock idea that yeah, he kind of yeah, yeah. twists and blends. That's and, right, you know all that kind of stuff. That's right, and they're they're a little. Some of them are a little schlocky, you know what I mean, yeah. and, and sloppy and uh-huh. that kind of thing. Um, but but they were movies also that he wrote, so it's like you know he he maybe was better off in this case by no having doubt. been given a solid, strong yeah. screenplay. Yeah, no. Get that, handed a script and and bring your shit to it. And a script that has in it things that he does well. That's right. For example, okay. the the one thing he does incredibly well, maybe better than anybody since since Hitchcock, is to set up sort of the geography of a complicated uh, like set piece, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. we're in, I do. We're in one location, and there's like three different things happening, and yeah. he does it over and over again. Yes. You know, there's, there's there's a scene in Body Double where the, at the mall, and the hero is following the girl in danger right. around the mall, and the bad right. guy shows up, and then we're following three different people following people, yeah. and it's great. It's Malone's apartment in. Exactly, that's where I'm going. Yeah. yeah. So, and he does it in two times in that movie. Malone's apartment is a great one. Probably we, more we than see two, it, but two yeah, we see it out. from the point of view of the guy coming in to get him, yeah. the bad guy, yeah, yeah, climbing yeah. through the window, right. and we see Malone. And just, to the extent that we hear him breathing, yeah, like we and we we see his struggle getting into the window, and we hear all the sounds inside Malone's apartment. What's yeah. Malone doing? And oh he walks back and forth a couple God, times. It's and, such a great scene, and him cranking on yeah, the cranking, cranking on, on the, the thing in time. Oh, so good, cranking up his high fives, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's a great shot. The whole that's brilliantly done. It's a perfect movie. It's great. And it's then, a perfect film. And then the other one, of course, the climactic scene at the train station. Yeah, is another one of these mind blowing. We'll just call it the baby carriage scene. Yeah, it's mind blowing how brilliantly directed that is. I mean, I mean, it's just fantastic. It's unreal. Yeah, it it's, really. Is. It's an unreal feat in filmmaking. There's so much going on in that little slow motion sequence. That, yeah, you know, takes about fifty seconds. <laughs> That is just amazing. Probably more. It's probably over a minute. He just he just takes the suspense and like just stretches it out. Yeah, this whole thing. It's great. It's so. Good. Oh, and it's excruciating. Yeah, it really first is. first time through. Yeah. It's excruciating. Yeah, and that's what he's going for, and yeah. he nails it. It feels like and it takes then, like an hour to happen. Yeah, you're gonna have to mark my words on this. Like the seven hundredth time through, <laughs> it's still very engaging. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. still very engaging. I love it's it. A, it's a. <sighs> Are you going to be able to talk this glowingly about the movie you have ahead of this perfect movie? Of course. Impossible. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. Well, and, I, and the performances. I mean, Sean Connery, obviously. Look, off the are you chart, kidding right? me? I mean, come on. Terrific. I feel like I was. I started in this life as a as a John Stone, and I'm becoming a Malone. Like I, that's my life. That is the right. I am Giuseppe Petri. Giuseppe Petri. Giuseppe Petri. What's your real name before well, you change it? Giuseppe Petri. Oh, that's it's right. Much yeah. better that's than right. you, you stinking Irish pig. <laughs> oh, I like him. Oh, I like him. Yeah, I like him too. I mean, the, it's epic. It's great. Well, I, well, I won't blow it all that's now, a, but he, a, he, he, come that's on. That's some great writing right the there. Best. That scene it's is the terrific. best. It's the best. Yeah, terrific it's writing. It's the best. I'll, I'll save the story. Remind me when we get to my... Well, I guess one, it's out yeah. of the bag now, but yeah. We'll get there. When we get there. Okay. I, got, I have stories. Yeah. <laughs> I have things I want to say. <laughs> good. I want to hear all about that them. That perfect movie. Okay, good. All right, what's your number two then? I got Hoffa 
in number wow. two. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh. That is a shocker. That is a shocker. Really? For me. Yeah. As I, we talked about this in a recent episode. We and did. I said it was not real high on my list. Yeah, of, which of is Mammoths, but... ludicrous. <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> Here's another one not directed by David Mamet. DeVito. Directed by Danny yeah. DeVito. Like, yeah. Expertly directed by DeVito. I think. If you don't mind me saying. <laughs> what you got a problem with the direction? I well, there's one scene in particular that draws me out of it every time. Really? Yeah, which is the scene where they go hunting, which was obviously shot in a studio. And it 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 just feels so phony because they're walking around. A lot of that around. movie has we're making a movie feel to it, though. Really, it like, does to me. Yeah, like there's a uh, uh, there's a few. I I don't know that I could pull any right now, but I I because I know what you're saying about that scene. Yeah, and it didn't seem it didn't seem exclusive in the movie. It seemed like there were a few like that to oh. me. See, I've only got that one. That, that it feels okay. like the whole rest of the movie feels like it was shot on, on location. It's very real. It's right. like we're there, right. wherever it is. Right. Uh, and it has millions of different locations. Right. And we're always right there. And right. then all of a sudden, there's this phony backdrop <laughs> and these fake trees <laughs> and this, you know, the hey, deer walking around. That's and, making a movie, isn't it? <laughs> like maybe, you know, the day they were going to shoot that, it's pouring it, down yeah, rain absolutely. and they got to punt. It's something, yeah. yeah. But it, for every time that makes me go, it, it didn't makes bother me. Go, me. Oh, it didn't that bother me at all. Yeah, oh, that's didn't good. bother me at all. Huh. <laughs> and no, it's a big scene in the movie. It I, is. And it's very it's important. integral. I also think it's a little long and a little like, you know. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. in the it's in that old school style. It's Lamette-esque in a way. It's the, well, that's the Danny DeVito has that sort of really rich visual style. Yeah. Like you look at like um, exactly uh, what's the War of the Roses is a sim- <laughs> yes. has a really rich visual. It style really does. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. Kind of thing, lush kind of. Photography. Yeah, there's like there's like Hoffa recruiting scenes where he's out in the rain with a tire iron, yeah, you know, yeah. just talking to truck drivers, <laughs> and those things just charm the fucking pants off me. Uh-huh. But between the way it looks and the way it feels and the and the script, I just I just I just fucking love it. And I love everything about it. Yeah, it's got full of great performances, right? I mean, and uh, it's you got your and you the Kennedys are in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, how great is that? Yeah, that guy who plays Bobby Kennedy is very really good. good. Yeah, really, he's good. very good. And he Nick- could probably only play Bobby Kennedy forever and ever, but <laughs> he was fucking great. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, Nick- Nicholson is great. Yes. I mean, he's like just you know right huge and big and he and, ages like 40 years in that film, which right. normally I can't stand. I'm a Unity's guy. I like the unity of action and time. If I can stand it, uh-huh. but the age makeup's pretty good. It's pretty movie. good. Yeah, it's pretty. And good. he's pretty good. He's great. Yeah, he's, at being extra Nicholsony in the older years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, he he ratchets up the whole mouth. He does that whole like mouth. Yeah, he does the whole mouth thing. He and does he's, mouth thing. And he's like, breathing yeah. extra yeah. hard through his nose. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love everything about that movie. And I do love the the twist at the diner. The scene at the diner with a big twist. Can I use? Because we don't know what happens to Hoffa. Exactly. I You're think right. That's a fun, at top of his game. Fun with way that to one. describe what happens. Yeah, you know, it's great. You know, and yeah, the fact that that young truck driver right and the fact that Danny oh. DeVito fell for it because they knew he would fall for it oh. you know it's just so good it's, it's great it's so yeah. good I love that and I not to it. mention the whole Robert Prosky like the first act with Robert Prosky yes. that whole section right when he's in the movie I'm like yeah this is See? this is working for me buddy so I love that all right you don't and even the, have it on your list no and the scene where they do the <laughs> there's two other great no. scenes the scene where they where, tons of great where he's tying up the present the, the dick in the box and he's sending it to the reporter <laughs> yeah. and he's telling the story about what happened to Robert Prosky and how he told the, yes. the priest fuck you and all that stuff. Oh, it's it's yeah. terrific. I mean the script is really good. Go it's, back it's and really watch Hoffa if you haven't. It's phenomenal. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's Zumbo's number two. <laughs> what more do you need? 
<laughs> it's great. It's great. It's not a perfect movie. No. Like you said. Yeah. But it's but emotionally for me, I got it at number two. That's fair. I love yeah. it. All yeah, right, great. 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 And now comes the ultimate uh, anticlimax for our top, <laughs> our top movies. <laughs> Everybody's got it already sorted. Yeah, exactly. We already know where we're going. All right, so I'm the verdict. Yay, Bill. Woo! Yeah. Love the verdict. Listeners of this podcast knew. Yeah, I mean, this is well in advance. Not a surprise. That this was going to be your number one. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's. I say this is close to a perfect movie for me. I think the verdict is so. Well, I got it at five. Yeah. I think it's damn good. It's so it's good. It's damn good. It's so good. And it's, in a way, as much a, a, of a mammoth film as this is, it's almost just as much not a mammoth film. Because there are moments of mammoth dialogue where you get. Uh, Mickey, for example, is the most mammity character, right? You know, but a lot of the rest of it is is not typical. I mean, you do get the short sentences and the quick kind of delivery and people f- not finishing sentences right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's not. It's 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 you know millennia away from what we hear in Glengarry Glen Ross right. or in Wag the Dog right. or some of these later works. Right, and it's amazing. You know, he was really young when he wrote this. Well, yeah, you know I, mean? so, I was going to get into that. I have that note too. It, the, the verdict and the Untouchables, frankly, very early on in his screenwriting career. Right, like, there are essays that he wrote about being a writer in Hollywood, and I'm sure it was right around the time that those movies were being made. Yeah, I mean, eighty eighty two was when the verdict came out. I mean, right. he was thirty. Five years old or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Not an and old. And he guy. had, I mean, he had made significant hay theatrically yeah. at that point, but, but he hadn't, still hadn't written like Gary Glenn Ross. No, of course not. Hadn't written no. a lot of his huge, not even, yeah, not even plays. close. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a, I, I just think it's ama- an amazing, it's spectacular. Piece of work. It's spectacular. It's, yeah. It was his second screenplay, I believe, that he wrote. The first one being the. Um, Postman. The Postman always, always twice, rings twice, which yeah. is a good movie. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. But I don't have it on my list. I don't either. I don't even have it as an honorable mention. Actually. No, I don't either. Yeah. I enjoy it, but it's not, yeah. I mean, it's got some great moments. Yeah. But it's, it makes me smirk because of the mammoth stuff. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right. It's well directed by Bob Rafelson, but it's not a great movie. I'm sorry. You, uh, you so. dropped this. What? That name. Bob Rafelson? There you go. <laughs> What's wrong? I don't with know that? that guy. Oh, you don't? Why'd you say, like, everyone should know Bob Rafelson? Well, he's. he's Is that directed- the guy that shook your hand too hard? No. <laughs> <laughs> he directed Five Easy Pieces, also with Jack Nicholson. Would you call me? But- <laughs> Five Easy Pieces. I, I've never seen it. Okay. Never yeah, check it, it out. It's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Five Easy Pieces. Yeah. He's so condescending. <laughs> and also, he was one of the producers. Now you try to come off like a nice guy. But. He was one of the producers of The Monkees. And that's that's um, one of my favorite shows of all time. So that's how I, of course, um, began my I'm association sorry. with Bob Rafelson. I'm sorry. What? Time out. <laughs> Ref, can I get a timeout? I'm going to need a timeout, right? As the buzzer goes down to two or three seconds, I need a timeout here. Okay. What? What do you mean? The monkeys? It's one of your favorite shows of all time. I love the monkeys. No, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But it's one of my it's, favorite shows of all time. Well, that again, favorite doesn't mean best. Well, clearly in this case. <laughs> but yeah. But I, I just have such a fondness for it because it takes me back to my childhood. I love sure. the monkeys. I have their records. I used to go see them in concert. You know, it's like I've seen them like three times in concert. If I said to you, this is the one moment I recognize from watching most of the monkeys shows there's an episode where peter just plays the harp yes. do you know this episode uh-huh, it's a great one and, and he goes to and, then and mike the devil, nesmith just says peter play the harp play the harp yes <laughs> and he just can magically play the harp well he happens to no be, i know he can yeah but in the show up until that point he was unable to play the harp am i am i incorrect <laughs> well we just didn't he know just he had done harp. it before yeah he'd never done it before yeah 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 but yeah i see what and you're saying and it takes mike nesmith to say peter 
played the harp. That's a great line. <laughs> that's a great line. And that's a great episode. That might be the pinnacle of their work. On is that show. right? Well, because they do the whole, it's where the, it's like the devil's harp or yes, whatever. Exactly. That he plays. Exactly. Sells his soul to it's the like devil. It's like the devil and Daniel and blah, Peter Tork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he sells, sells his soul to the devil to play <laughs> the harp. And then he goes to, he goes but to. But he like, was able to play it the whole time. Well, and he goes to this weird, like, uh, trial in hell and they have like this courtroom drama where he play, where, right. where, where that's where mike tells him to play, play the harp peter because that's the thing that play the harp he breaks the hearts of the jury that's who right. are like all these like it's rasputin and that's all right. these other horrible yes. people from history and his heart playing is so beautiful that they let him off it's but great. i remember peter saying <laughs> like but i can't play the right. harp. <laughs> that's right and, and nesmith just <laughs> peter <laughs> Play the harp. That's right. <laughs> so good. It's classic. Anyway. That's the work of Bob Rafelson right there. Hey. <laughs> that's what got us there is Rafelson. That's right. All right. So, yeah, I love the verdict. Here, here are my few little quotes about the verdict okay. since we're on it. Yeah, we mind. are on it. So, uh, the screenplay by David Mamet is a wonder of good dialogue, strongly seen characters, and a structure that pays off in the big courtroom scene as the genre requires. As a courtroom drama, the verdict is superior work. That's from Roger Ebert. I agree. Yep. Uh, the next one is from the famous uh, New York Times uh, film critic Janet Maslin. Who's Maslin? Was, she was, you got Maslin's quote on she this. She was the big nice. time, big time critic back in the day. All right. She says David Mamet's terse screenplay for the Vert is that terse. of a David and Goliath. How many story. times do you think his yes, stuff has been yeah, called terse? A lot. Yeah. Uh, why would anyone want to watch a loser risk everything for one more crushing defeat? But it's nonetheless full of surprises. Structurally, the verdict is virtually a maze of a movie because the audience can see at the outset where Frank Galvin ought to wind up, but has no hint of how he might get there. Along the way, Mr. Mamet has supplied twists and obstacles of all sorts, which is true. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, and it's uh, uh, that's one of the things I love. Yeah, it's in my top five. And the last thing is, with several instances of outstandingly good dialogue, Mamet's work is a masterclass in storytelling. And this is where it gets very uh, specific. This this sounds like a Mamet description right here. All right. Without a single superfluous sentence, without any exhausting exposition. There it is. And with just the right amount of care and details for every character to be more than a carved out cardboard piece designed to keep Paul Newman's protagonist company. There it is. Which I think that's is a well good, said. A good description of a yeah, Mammoth script. That's right well there. said for yeah. sure. And that was from Cinephilia and Beyond website. Hmm. All right. So you got a writer name on that, or just the I website? don't. I okay. tried to no, find one, fine. but there wasn't that's one. Fine. So I just it's, have to credit the website because it's well really said. good. That's yeah, well really, said. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So that's my n- it, number one. The verdict. I, you, you know, you're not wrong, and I'm probably going to go back and watch all these movies. Pro- I'll probably watch the top five in the, like the, the succeeding week. Yeah, I'm, li- I'm itching to now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and for and you? so I'll be I'll be interested to go back to the verdict. But for me, I mean, I, if if I watch this one again, it'll probably be the eight thousandth time. <laughs> Um, every from everything from the score to the cinematography, it, it's perfect. It's a perfect movie. The Untouchables. Yeah, I love it. It's the, the, it's the it's the it's the greatest story of of good versus evil in its purest sense. Like they they don't Dave doesn't get into the <laughs> sort of the middle ground. There's no gray areas in this movie. It's good versus evil, and that's Elliot right. Ness is fucking good, right. and Al Capone is fucking evil, <laughs> right. and that's it. That's it. They're not e- there's not even gray areas. Like, everything about Elliot Ness is good. Everything. Yeah. Everything. It's, He's the perfect family man. He's the perfect cop. 
He's the perfect detective. He's the perfect federal agent. It's actually it's the minor characters who are all gray. Right? They are so all like, gray. It's so like yeah. the the chief of police is right. like working both sides. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, we got sure the is. bookkeeper is on the evil side, but he's not that bad a guy. You know, like he's yeah. You know, he he's a he's a wimp and a wussy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, he's been bullied know. by both sides. Exactly. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Malone does questionable things to 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 let good win. Malone he, is the most relatable character. Yeah, he does he does potentially evil things to help good win. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. kind of how you look at it. What are you prepared to do? Right, exactly. What are you prepared to do? <laughs> and that scene in, in His the His dying church. words. Yeah. What are you prepared to do? It's what sends Elliot Ness to the place where he can throw Frank Nitty from the roof right. if he needs to. Exactly. And what are you prepared and to it, do? And it's an interesting arc I for... I ask myself that question eight times a day. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time I have a little moral quandary. What are you prepared to do? It's an interesting uh, arc for for Elliot Ness, who you say is all good because what all good his his arc, however, is from being all good mm-hmm. to allowing a little bit of bad to get the job done. Isn't that's, it? That's isn't it good to up. throw a murderous psychopath off a roof? <laughs> I think it is. Well, it, it, is it? I think that's still all good in context, but just murdering somebody out of context well, isn't necessarily sure, good. Sure, but we we know it's not just somebody, don't we? We do, don't we? But that was his whole... We know it's a guy that said, your friend died like a pig. <laughs> Squealing like a stuck pig. What's that you say? Uh, your friend, he died screaming like a stuck Irish pig. <laughs> you, who, anybody good is throwing that dude off a roof. <laughs> anybody. And the best is he's in the car. Yeah, that's a great uh, line. Come on. That's a great line. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> and it's the, a perfect movie. And the way that he shows evil is fantastic too. I mean, the, the speech by Robert De Niro about baseball uh-huh. is one of my favorite things to watch uh, yeah. ever. I yeah. mean, it's just so good. Yeah. It's great. And the scene where uh, uh, where they're in the Canadian, they're up the Canadian border and they're in the little shack and, and Sean Connery picks up the dead guy and shoots him through the head. That yeah. is like fantastic. Yeah. We do not approve of your methods. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're not from Chicago. Exactly. That's one of my it's favorites. So it's great. Oh my God. It's, I mean, I, I fucking love it. I went, when I lived in Chicago, I went to every one of those locations. I I was 13 when I first saw the film in the theater. And here's the funny story. When the, my dad was excited to see it, I went with my dad. I was 13. He, you know, we, we got into this movie. I was very excited because I knew it was like just outside of the movies I should be seeing. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. I was like, I was like, I'm growing up. <laughs> I'm literally growing up today. I'm going to see like this R-rated movie. And I was so excited. And I, I'll never forget, Brian De Palma's name flashed across the screen as the director. And my dad <laughs> perceptibly slumped. He was like, yes. Like he had yes. made a mistake yeah. bringing his 13-year-old kid to a Brian De Palma film. Yes. But it changed my life. He yeah. made no mistake. The movie was perfect, as was the decision to bring me. <laughs> and you mentioned the score by Ennio Morricone, which is fan. It's a spaghetti western. Oh, it's so it's good. It's set in Chicago. Oh, my God. That that opening uh, credit sequence like gets your blood pumping. Yeah. Like in, nothing else. I mean, it's so good. I, all I have to do is do 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 And you know where I'm going. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my God. I know. Everything about the movie is perfect. I used to, I owned that on a CD or a tape or whatever. Yeah, I had that soundtrack. And I used to pop it in my car and i drive and listen to that. I mean, it was just so fun. It's good driving music. It is great. Good driving music. Fantastic. Oh, it's so good. I love that movie. And I have to say the scene, hats off to Brian De Palma, the way the scene in the church is shot when when malone and elliot ness are talking about mm-hmm. making their deal where malone's going to help him right um 
it is that's just, the famous he pulls a knife you pull a gun speech exactly yeah. just the, the way that a shot is so good there's like a there, at least once he does like a composite shot where we have uh, the extreme close-up of, right. of kevin costner and then we have like in the background we have um malone who's also in focus because he did it as a composite shot. right right that's great yeah you know and, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. Whole, and the, the way he shot him when they're at the pew and you're looking up and you see the beautiful ceiling and they're and kneeling the church and, and they're the, kneeling yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. That scene is it's so It's like they're well praying done. to one another in a way. Like, uh, I, I want to get Capone. I don't know how to do it. Right. They're, they're making a holy pact. You know what I mean? Like a sacred, a sacred yeah, pact. Yeah, that's what he says. Malone says yeah. that. In the, uh, you've just made a blood pact. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah, know yeah. what a blood pact is? Yeah. Well, you just made well, one. Well, you just made one. <laughs> he pulls a knife, you pull a gun. It's great. Ugh. Great movie. Ugh. Well done. Good yeah. job on the top five. I mean, that's, that's Hall of Fame Hollywood stuff right there. That's yeah. not just top five for Mammoth Films. That's top five, maybe all films in my mind. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of these are really like yeah. favorites of mine that I watch over and I over. I like and how over, you, you got know? you brought it to the doorstep. You just didn't bring it inside. <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> you. You brought the the perfect film to the welcome mat and laid it. Well, what fun would it have been to have our list <laughs> no, be identical? Right. That would have been. But really was fun. that really your thought process? Honestly, no, I was just choosing the ones just, I liked. You were yeah, being completely honest. Yeah. But you weren't like, I know Zumbo's going to go one with the Untouchables. I knew that. You did know that. Yeah. So that didn't back you off of picking that number one? No. Like, you, you're comfortable with your number one? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. <laughs> absolutely. Unreal. <laughs> 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 All right. So can we, can we do some of the also rands that didn't make the top five, but are great movies in their own I right? have one that I'd like to call a dark horse pick because it's, yeah. Yes, we can. Go to answer it. your question. Do it. One I'd like to call Dark Horse Pick because it's an odd movie, but I love it. Uh-huh. It didn't make the top five because it's so strange, but I'm going with The Water Engine. I don't know if you've ever seen it even. You know, it's I've, a tough I've one to the have play, seen. I've read but right? I've never seen the film. Yeah. I mean, it's got Charles Durning, Patty Lapone, Bill Macy. It's a phenomenal cast and it's a phenomenal film. Um, but no one's seen it. No, I think it was a TV movie. It was a TV movie. Right? And I, yeah. I don't even think it was ever nationally televised. Probably not. I don't know where it was televised. Probably in Chicago. Maybe, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I missed it. I mean, I've read the play and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I was like, and it's funny because the play is done is the way it's written is it's supposed to be done like a radio play. That's it's right. Like an old timey radio absolutely, play. That's absolutely. Is that how they do it in the film too? Correct. Or no, is it just filmed like a film. No, yeah. They, you know, it's, yeah, it's staged, there's sets, the whole deal. It's obviously shot on a budget. Um, but it's great. I'll have to see it's that. just, it's like, it's like, uh, trusting the actors and the story as opposed to the movie making magic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like they shot a play right. in a yeah. way, you know, they didn't take a bunch of shots. There wasn't a bunch of cameras around. There was like a shot here and a shot there and they may, they might've cut it together if they had the time. Right. But it, but the performances are brilliant and I love the story. Um, it's like, you know, it's, it's anti-government from a guy way back in the day, which is why I think, you know, Marin was like, well, you're a liberal at one point, right? You're like, (laughs) at some point you were liberal. I think the water engine is a liberal masterpiece. Yeah, it is kind of. I really do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and um, I just, yeah, I love that one. I wanted to throw it out there because it's it's tough. It's tough to find. to find. No one's yeah. seen it. It might be on YouTube. I don't know. I'd have to go. I think and, I rented and see. it from like my local library. Oh, one wow. of those. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I rented the VHS from the library. <laughs> and you got lucky to find it. I did. Because yeah. It's hard to find. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's a good one. So for me, I chose on my the Spanish Prisoner, which we've already talked about, was one of the ones that just didn't make the cut for me. Indeed. Which I love. The other two that I was really wanting to include 
but just I just didn't have I just ran out of room. You got two of these. Yeah, I got right. two. These were like my five A and five B. Go ahead. Along with the Spanish prisoner. Go ahead. One is Heist, which I happen to really enjoy. With, yeah. You know, uh, it's an enjoyable film. Gene Hackman. Yeah. It's 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 Ricky Jay and Delroy <laughs> Lindo is fantastic in it. Danny DeVito is Delroy great. Delroy Lindo. It's got some of the best mammoth one liners you'll find in any movie. Yeah. Uh, there's just, there's is this the comedy you, you kind of put up against State and Maine when I said it was his best comedy? No, Wag the Dog, which I oh. had in there above State and Maine. Yeah, yeah so. I guess it's a, it's a darker comedy. It's yeah. a black comedy. It is. All right, it's I'll, a, I'll go it's with It's a that. satire. Yeah. So. But Wendy, Wendy Wickerstein wrote well, some of those jokes. Hillary so. Hankins. <laughs> so, so Heist, I love Heist. I think it's a great Why'd movie. Why'd you get disappointed with me just there? <laughs> like, that was such a dad moment. Sorry. Like, Hank, we've been over this. It's, <laughs> it's obviously Hankin. I, I'm so disappointed in you. What happened there? I was I thought we were having fun. We are. All right. Okay. Okay. So Heist, great movie. I love it. It's, it's a great really movie, fun. yeah. But it didn't make your top five, and it didn't make mine. Right. I, and it didn't do well. Like, it, it, it didn't really... It came out... I went to see it in the theater. I remember really As enjoying did I, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it is like a quintessential mammoth movie. I mean, with all the twists and turns of the I, yeah. plot, it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. a con artist kind of heist. It's kind of like a gangster film, a con artist film together in one yeah. kind of thing. And I, and I, uh, boy, do I love Gene Hackman. Oh, like if so he knew how I that. felt about him, he'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love him to death. You know, like yeah. he seems like the most huggable dude. He does in too. the world. Yeah. I just, I and, love, at, and at the same I time, like super tough. Love Gene Hackman. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah, tough, but n- never, never so's you don't deserve it. Right, not he unjust. He always gives a good amount of, of his tough ass attitude. Yeah, not unjust, yeah. except for in, uh, in, um, uh, unforgiven. Careful what you say. Unforgiven. Now. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little unjust. <laughs> yeah. well, as is the character. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, well, that's yeah. it's the character. He'd not have him. to it's be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he's a fantastic. No, he's. So great. I love that movie. And the other one for me that I love that didn't make the list is the Winslow Boy. Uh huh. Which I spoke about on the podcast. You have. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Now this is one I haven't seen, but I've read. <sighs> yeah. So again, it's not a mammoth. He adapted a play by Terrence Radigan. That's right. To, and directed the film. That's why it shouldn't be on your list. <laughs> 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 and it does it's it's it is more a terrence radigan film than david Mamet it film, is probably yeah but uh it does have one there's one glaring scene that sticks out that he obviously wrote all the dialogue for sure sure <laughs> that's really good and you like it enough to want to bring it up now yeah because i love the film i think it's really really you said it's based on the film not the script so that's right that's right i love the film i Fair think it's point. great lots of good performances um you know rebecca pigeon is in it she's fantastic and um of course, I'm going to blank on all the names of all the actors who are you? in it. You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite actors is in this thing. Um, the guy who plays uh, the, the lawyer, who's so good. And I have to look it up now. So, uh, the Winslow boy. Doing a mini so It's a mini so Jeremy Northam. Jeremy Northam. Jeremy Northam. <laughs> Who I love. I no, think I know great. that guy. Yeah, Na- sure. Nigel Hawthorne is in it. He's great. Uh-huh. He plays the father. Yeah. But Jeremy Northern is like, he just knocks it out of yeah. the park. He's I, so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, great. See, I, uh, the other thing is I'm like, fantastic. An, I'm like an Anglophile, so I like the I Engl- know you English do. film yes. thing. So yes. it takes place in England. It's all about yeah. England and this and And I don't so like that, that like. stiff upper lip bullshit. <laughs> I hate it. It's not real. You're not being honest. So that's why I put that There's in. There's no earnestness in that. It's just, it's just terrible. Well, watch it anyway because you'll enjoy it. No, it's I mean, I yeah, I probably should watch it for sure, for sure. And it's what's, one of the things that's interesting about it, the way Mamet directed it is it's a courtroom drama and there's not a single scene takes place in the courtroom. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's right, kind of right. cool. Right. But it's still kind of a courtroom drama. Yes. This is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, so I think we should have a but, couple but if, minutes. But if you're not, if you're not Oscar Wilde, let's stay away from the comedy of manners, shall we? <laughs> I mean, come on. No, it's good. What are we doing? Watch it. Stick to writing about Chicago. No, it's not a comedy. Watch Chicago. the movie. Chicago. You got to watch it. What does that mean? It's not a comedy. It's not a comedy. I don't care that it's not a comedy. You said stay away from the comedy of, of manners. Oh, that's true. I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I said that. What of it? <laughs> now, I think we should have a little bit of fun, you know, beating up on the ones that we don't like. Because that's fun for me. I just think we should have a little bit of fun. Yeah, well, we're At doing that point. already. I don't know that we are. All right, so in the bottom, like what are your bottom feeders? Well, the ones can I that... talk about my... You listed like 17 honorable <laughs> mentions. I got to one. Oh, we'll do another one. See, this is but this is what it is. I thought you were done. You said... Yeah, you're so selfish. No, you said you're to so me... You're so self-absorbed. No, what you said earlier, and I can play this back for you if you want to hear it I yourself. don't think you can, actually, but <laughs> go ahead. You said something like, this is the one for me that... Yeah, blah, I blah, have blah. a dark horse. The one. I have a, yeah, dark, a horse. dark horse. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that's the dark horse. Right. And then there are honorable mentions. Oh, okay. There are things to be talked about. Okay. The dark horse is the one that no one saw coming, right? Gotcha. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You I know didn't... what a dark horse is. <laughs> I felt like I, if the phrasing, if you knew what I was talking about, then we wouldn't be having this discussion. <laughs> okay. You know what a dark horse is, right? Yes, I do. Right? Yeah. It's like the outside yeah. chance. Yeah. <laughs> not the one that's close to the leaders. Right. Not a favorite. But one that's like, wait, the odds are way, way back on that one. Right, right. Right? The yeah. water engine. Right. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Okay. Give me your okay. Give me your honorable It's like mention. the horse that's named like you're about to be glue. I got it. Like you, you want to throw all your money down on that one. That's the water engine. But there are some that hovered right around fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. That I'd like. I mean, I can't and not I'm, mention them. And I'm desperate to hear. what I don't they think are right you now. are. I don't think you are. I think you were about ready to move on and have <laughs> no. some fun with some bottom feeders. No, I want to know what they because I didn't okay. know. You, I thought you all did right. them all. No, I know. Right. I, I did one because you're not listening. So I'd like to talk about Oleana, which I think okay. is a really great movie. Okay. I think it's a really great movie. Okay. I think Deborah Eisenstadt, who plays the female, yes. is phenomenally good. Okay. And Bill Macy well, he's is at his he's at his best. Yeah, he's great. And it's two people in an office for an hour and a half. Yep. It's not easy. It's it's basically a filmed play. It's, it is a it, film play. It, that's what it is. The movie is very well shot though. It and is. I really love yeah. it. Yeah. I really love it. So I want to throw that one out and there. And I love the 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 music Rebecca Pigeon did sang like these Agreed. alma mater kind I know, of songs and I they're know. beautiful they're very like Ivy League-y yeah, and, and, and poetic and beautiful yeah, yeah really very good. very nice yep. way to go way to bring up the pigeon well, on that at any, at any I know. opportunity I know buddy <laughs> I've seen the photo <laughs> uh, and then I I want to talk about and I've I've continued to specify that we're talking movies and not scripts but if we were talking scripts American Buffalo top of my list uh-huh. My favorite Dave Mamet script, right? For sure. Play, the script, the play. No, the movie isn't different. What are you talking? We're talking about the movies. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the script of the movie is 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 still phenomenal. The okay. movie itself wasn't great. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Dustin Hoffman way off the mark. I yes. don't know what was going on there. Uh, Dennis Friends was admirable in trying to hold it all together yeah. as Donnie, but it was not great. Right. Adequate. The best. kid was also adequate. Yeah. It was, uh, it, was, yeah. it was an adequate movie. Yeah. But the script is phenomenal. Like, that's, I, lo- I love American Buffalo. I love it. 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 I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I can't speak enough about how, <laughs> how great that script it. is. It is a great play. It's absolutely. a family play. And, yeah. it, and people don't always see it that way, but it right. is. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a couple and a small child and and they're dealing with life together. Right. And it's it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful play. Um kudos to Dave for that. 
And then we, I mean, we got to talk about House of Games and Homicide, right? We just haven't yeah. mentioned those yet. Correct. And they're they're both w- worthy of watching. Yeah, they're decent. Yeah. House of Games. Um, stilted. Sti- very stilted. Said, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is when I think he was working out the whole mammoth acting style. And you can, yeah. st- you know, and, and he was being more militant probably about <laughs> how to do it than maybe he was later on. Or, yeah, or, or, yeah. or actors got more used to it over no. the time. I don't Lindsay Krause looks scared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shooting yeah. that movie. And she was she married looks, to like, him. Terrified. Too, right? yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and the, 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 it's just the scene at the end where she's at lunch with her old lady friend and mm-hmm. she's stealing. I mean, the, it's just weird. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, yes. it's a strange it an, is ending, strange, but very it's, unusual. It's artsy. It's, it's artsy, obviously yeah. saying something. Right. You right. know, it has a thing to say. Right. Uh, and that's that said, the con part of it, like yeah. when once we meet Joe Mantegna and we go through the and con those, yes, and the exactly. long con happens, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's the right. rest of it. What am I saying to you, doll? I mean, all that it's stuff great. is great, right? The scene with William H Macy in the in the in the Western Union shop, yeah, where yeah, yeah. they bilk him out of his money, is fantastic. It is I fantastic. Mean, it, that whole part is great. The, yeah. the rest of it, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of live without. It, but, you it, know. Agreed, agreed. And Homicide, same thing. If I, I may, have, I haven't seen Homicide in so long. Is like, that I right? watched it many, many, many years ago. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was just like, meh, that was okay. Yeah, and I never really went back and it's delved tell, into it's it. It's muddy. <laughs> yeah, it gets yeah. tell muddied. Yeah. Um, but it's great. I mean, it, it has its place in the in the history of Mammoth films for sure. I think it's it's worth seeing, yeah. and it it has a it has a certain charm. It really does. It gets dark, and it, yeah, it gets does. you know, and it, and there's there's definitely a rabbinical angle that right. <laughs> that plays in heavily. That, that was part of what I think I didn't love about it was the all the Jewish stuff kind of went over my head. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Jewish well, stuff in it. So I, you know, well, you're such a staunch Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's just no, that, know. you know it, you know i i didn't understand any you know, a lot of what was what that was all about yeah so yeah yeah i might understand it more now that i'm older or whatever but i should go back and rewatch it again yeah i don't know i don't think i don't think older is what gets you over the top on that one <laughs> <laughs> i actually think the more younger and pliable you are the more you'll sit through it yeah okay you you can't even sit still for a half hour that's true <laughs> you, i mean well unless i settle in for it you know yeah I mean? it's still, yeah i mean i I, if I was settling, settling in to watch a movie, I could I could watch the You whole could. Thing. Yeah, I think so. You could do it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'd say go back and watch it then. I think okay. Montaigne's great in it. Yeah. And it's got a bunch of the mammoth guys in it. And, and it's fun. It's fun. Okay. I mean, it's not fun. No, <laughs> it's but, it's, but, but it's, it's fun for it's okay. guys like us. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his first screenplay. So in that regard, it has some yeah. you know, interesting relevance. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's the first one he like, wrote and directed. Phenomenal and TV show. That's right. I don't know if you ever saw that TV show. Uh no, Andre Brower. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I remember that. So fucking good. yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's the good. first two seasons of Homicide: Life on the Street are incredible TV. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. Thank you. Um, and also the first season of the Unit, the Dave Mamet, David and Lynn Mamet created series. created series yeah. is okay. also pretty good. All right, cool. I'm not a big like military story guy, right? But that's all right. <laughs> it's mammity. And it was on TV. Yeah. That seemed weird and unique and it fun. It does seem weird for yeah. him to be doing TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, that's the ranking. But we didn't do the bottoms. Oh, the yeah. yeah. Go, like. go to the bottom. Yeah. Let's Get go to, to the, the bottom of the bottom. list. Who's that's, batting ninth? Let's, let's hammer, some, ba- hammer <laughs> some bad movies here. Who's batting ninth on your list? All right. For me, yeah. first of all, Red Belt <laughs> is, my, is probably, I think... One of, if not the worst, one of the worst of the Mammoth films, the Mammoth canon. 
It just did nothing for me. It was boring. That lead actor it's is good, though. Chweedy Ojibwe. He's terrific. He's great. And that was like his first big role. Like, yeah. They like discovered him. Yeah. And he's fantastic Can in the we, movie. We, but but he's, yeah, we got to get the right pronunciation. I don't want to do the guy. Yeah, exactly. I got this He's a great actor. He's the guy from 12 Years a Slave. Yes. Uh, and from uh, he's also great in um, Doctor Strange, terrific actor. Agreed. And he's great in Red Belt, but the the movie itself is just like a it's just flat. And I don't I you know there's a there's sort of a a little bit of mammity kind of like uh, thing with like these mobsters at the end and that kind of stuff, which made it a little better. But overall, it's I, I found it ridiculously boring. It, it was a huge bomb at the at the box office. I could not agree more. I went to see it and I was just like yawn and really sorely disappointed. Chuettle Edgeofor. Yes, we all is. know him. Yes. We all know him. He's, he's great. He's the Chuettle guy. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's in. He's in the, the Martian. He was in that too. He's great. Yeah, great actor. Yeah, no, he's phenomenal. Yeah. He's very good. I wanted to point that out. I don't think the movie is solid. I think Dave stumbled upon a thing that he loved and wanted to write a thing about it, which is totally understandable. Just didn't make for a great movie. No. But his performance was at least enough to keep me engaged through the first watching. Yeah. And I only ever saw it once, but it's a bit of a slog. Yeah, it is. It's really is. Yeah. It's, it is. It is it is one of those. It's, 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 it's so anti-Mammoth, too, because it's like... Tim Allen is in it. <laughs> like, what? No, thank you. It's, thank you, no. It's, it's such thank a... Thank you, no. To me, it feels like an anti-Mammoth movie because it's... You know, he always says all the time, you know, the thing about the issue play, right? Don't write yes. an issue play. No, don't. You know, because I, I don't care about the issue. I don't want to be entertained. Right. This is the thing where it's like he wrote an issue movie. He sure about did. About martial arts about, or whatever. About mixed martial arts. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. don't give a crap about mixed martial arts. And it wasn't entertaining. Well, so, uh, yeah. Thanks. I mean, thank you. No. Tim Allen's in it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh. there you go. All right. You got a, you got a, a bottom bottom feeder well, for I'm, me i'm navigating back to my notes okay. you know, just give me a moment. i will i and i'll, I'll, I'll give you if you want to you one. want me to give you my other one you'll be sorely yeah, throw it out there okay so my you other don't mind one, shitting on things i don't yeah i'm gonna take a big old dump <laughs> on the film version of american <laughs> buffalo because it is uh, we've talked about already i want yeah. to take too much more of a dump on it but no, it's I, it's not good uh, yeah yeah Okay. So that's all. Go I'll say easy, about that. buddy. I know. Look, I love the play as much as you do. I don't think you not, do. Not as no. much, no. <laughs> but I love it. I think it's great. I don't think you do. <laughs> I do love it. But yeah, the movie was so far off base and just it missed the mark. It did miss the mark in every way from beginning to end. And the and the the stories about it are Mammoth didn't want it made. He didn't want that guy to make it. I forget who the guy is. Rodriguez or, or I have no idea. Hernandez, somebody, somebody know. who whoever directed it got the rights to it. Felt very passionately about it, hmm. but I think did not really get it. Yeah, and and made kind of a clunker of a film on a on a very tiny budget with no time to do all the things that he needed to do, and it it and it became like a farce, and it's it's supposed to be funny, but it's not a farce. No, and the, they they had lots of business. Yeah, getting in out of cars and turning uh, lights on and off, yeah, and it was just—it just, just, just didn't just work. Poor, yeah, it just so didn't work. Poor, poorly and done, it, and it, it hurt my soul yeah. to sit through it. Yeah, me too. Because I was so excited for it. Yep. And, and I had—I directed and starred in that play in college, and I, I just had such—I I still have such a reverence for that script because I think it's beautiful. It is great. I think it's got beauty in it, and I think beauty can be brought out of it readily. Yeah. But n there wasn't an ounce of beauty in that movie. 
No, it's terrible. Yeah. And, you know, I I don't know how much of the blame goes on Dustin Hoffman. It's a, it's a lot, though, because he's <laughs> he's like... Of the performances, his is by far the most off the bullseye. Yeah, sleepwalking through this movie or whatever yeah. he's doing. He's trying to make more out of... He's he's not just doing the line. He's no, not he's saying terrible. the lines. He's, he's just terrible. Like, yeah, he's he's not right for the part. For first of all, I mean, he could have been. Could have been. Yeah, maybe. It, there's. But, I mean, there's versions of Dustin Hoffman throughout the years that would have been a good teach. I guess. I but, see why you'd roll the dice on him anyway. I mean, you gotta have a big but name Pacino, in the movie. Pacino, so. Pacino famously played yeah. him originally, and probably is the perfect guy for it. William H Macy would have been great. I mean, you could have gotten anybody, but he's not yeah. a big enough name. They wouldn't have been able to sell this movie with William H Macy. And Bill Macy actually played the kid part at one point, as I understand it. Oh, really? I don't know how how young he was at that point, but wow. probably a youngster. And I think, and I think he was probably being taught. You know, by Dave. And I said, like I said before, he he was in the version he played Teach later on. That in later that version, on, yeah, yeah. in I think it was in London where they did it. I, and with, I would well, love to have seen with that. the guy with three names. Glenister. No, the guy. <laughs> Glenister. No, no Zumbo, not Glenister. <laughs> no, stupid cunt. The guy with three names who Bill can never remember his name of. There's a lot of guys with three names, Bill. Philip. Seymour Hoffman. No, the older guy, the old guy from Zodiac, who's the handwriting expert. Philip Michael Hall. Philip Baker Hall. Philip Baker Hall. Yeah, Thank you. He yeah. played. He played. Philip Michael um, Thomas was <laughs> Tubbs. Philip Baker and Hall. Miami Vice. Okay. <laughs> Philip Baker Hall played. Uh, what's his name? Played uh, Donnie. Yeah. 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 Yes. So. Great. I can yeah. see all that. Being Would have great. been really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. So I mean, they they it was almost like they could, they they picked the like two of the worst people they could have picked to be. You don't in this like movie. Franz either. I think he's great. I love Franz just when he's being Franz. And in this movie he's fine, like you said. I thought he was great. He was the one guy Yeah, he's the best of doing the his best to keep that thing together. Yeah, he's yeah. keeping it kinda of almost afloat. Agreed. But um but it, and I think with better people around him it would have been he would have been fantastic. Yeah. But you know it's uh yeah. it's a sad I, it's it's, a sad it's so sad. It's so yeah. sad. It's a brilliant script and Dustin Hoffman has been brilliant, but goddamn <laughs> Swing and a miss. Yeah, absolutely. Swing and a miss. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so that's all I'll say about that. That's all you're going to say. About you, got any, <laughs> you got any of the movies you want to shit no, that, on? That's the end of my list. That's the end of my shit list. All right. You got I'd any? like to shit on Bart the Bear one more time if I could. Because <laughs> I can't believe that made your top five. I literally cannot believe it. As I sit here yep. and look at you. That's uh, me. Telling me <laughs> that it's in your top five. I cannot believe it. True story. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Why? <laughs> I mean, I know you've been through it. I won't. Yeah. I won't make you do it again. But I, you, Spartan before <laughs> the edge. Ooh, wow. Well, I like Spartan, but I would not put oh, it above the do edge. Do you? Yeah, but not above the edge. No. See, Spartan is a tough one. It is. It's, it gets super clunky. Yes. Towards the end. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's got I, some great moments again. I'm, and I'm a huge Val Kilmer guy. Right. I love Val Kilmer. Yeah. All day, every day. Very hard. To He's another guy that would be uncomfortable if he knew how I felt about him. <laughs> but that the way the character is written in the movie, very hard to find empathy for him. Like it's really hard Agreed. to get into that character. Yeah, it's a really like strong to, point you make. To cheer for him. Yeah. It's I tough agree. because I agree. he's such a hard ass or whatever it is. He has no soul. He has of, no you know? emotional connection. Yeah. We, yeah, we yeah. have no, uh, there's no moral compass to point to. There's no uh, emotional uh, trajectory yeah, for like, him. He just is... Perfect, Beep. yeah, perfect. perfect soldier guy, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. yeah, we know he's good, yeah, because he's with the good guys, but yeah, exactly, not, not for any other reason, not for any you know? other reason, and because yeah. he's like he's, he's wearing the right jersey, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a tough one for him for me to get into. I'm with you, rooting for him. I'm with you, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You got any other bottom feeders? You that's wanna, it. I mean, that's all. I, I just, I mean, I can I, is there any way I can convince you to, to pull the edge off of your top five? <laughs> well, again, it would have been in the mix. What with, were the other ones in that mix? Yeah, yeah. You know, Heist, The Spanish Prisoner, The Winslow Boy. The Spanish State, Prisoner is a, such a superior film. <laughs> so much better. In your opinion. Well, yeah. So, but it wouldn't I have been any fun. Anyone watching the movie. <laughs> it wouldn't have been any fun to just talk about the same five movies. <laughs> and I love The Edge. It's, you know, it's, I know it's not a great, I know it's not a great movie, uh-huh. but I really enjoy it. It's I personal it. to you. It's a personal favorite. It's your list. Yeah. You do what the fuck you want with it. Thank you. Amen, brother. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you're wrong, <laughs> but I love that you're okay being wrong. Fire from ice. <laughs> do you know how? You got okay. you got belled and whistled is all. Okay, Charles. Mamet just pulled out a bunch of cool shit. Okay, Charles, fire from ice. Make it make a make a compass out of a pine needle and a leaf, and Bill <laughs> is on board. You're, it's all you're just you're taking in by the voodoo of it all. No, I think I, one of the things I think I like about it is it's the it's the the outsmarting thing. It's like you know how does the how does the the rabbit you know defeat the panther he's uh-huh. smarter than the panther sure and it's the whole like the smart guy sure 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 you know wins sure. I, and i like that sure. you know that's not something we always see in a movie usually it's the big strong guy wins and yeah. this one the smart guy wins. i mean i like that yeah yeah so el mcpherson buddy hey <laughs> don't you a me on el mcpherson hey come on you want to go down her imdb list come and on. see what great film she was a part of come on it can't be good with what? el mcpherson in it oh come on you yeah, just, just ask a, billy baldwin you're just writing off <laughs> Just writing off the whole film based I on do. Paul McPherson. I do. I, and besides, I, that was Cindy Crawford. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. <laughs> See, so maybe, My apologies. Maybe you're wrong but about I have, But the, this, the rule applies to all supermodels. <laughs> it can't be a top five movie if a supermodel is in it. It can't be. Well, our criteria was clearly different. Yes. So. Yes, indeed. Go. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that was them knowing they had a shit movie and trying to put butts in the seats. That's it. <laughs> Speaking of the edge. So I did get it. Speaking was, of butts in the seats. Well, the, 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 um, one, of the, one of our fans on Facebook wrote to me. Uh, I think it was Scott this time. who yeah, told me no, about These a, Facebook a, posts are always so good. Yeah, they're great. So about good. a book that was written by. But listen, there's a book written oh, wait, by yeah, no, Art, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Art Linson. You told me about I this. I showed it to yeah. you. I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. Who, no, this is good. This is good tip. It's great. Yeah. So yeah. Art, Art Linson, who was the guy who produced that movie, right. and also another Mammoth movie. I can't remember which one. Um, and tons of movies. Yeah, he's a yeah, b- big yeah, time. Tons producer. of yeah. movies. Yeah, Ton, yeah. Big time producer. Uh, he he uh, he wrote a book um, called "Well That Happened" or something <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> and it's it's about uh, producing his his career producing movies, and he tells a long sto- chapter in there about the Edge, about the making of the Edge. Okay. Um, some of the tidbits include. Uh, the fact that Alec, Bal- Alec Baldwin showed up to a read, they did like a table read before they, they they decided to keep him on the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did a uh, table read with him because they were they were uh, trying to get Robert De Niro to play the uh, Bobby D. Yeah, to play the part Anthony Hopkins played. So they brought in Robert De Niro to read Robert Robert <laughs> De Niro to read with Alec Baldwin. And so they did this reading, and Alec Baldwin shows up with this humongous beard, like a mountain man. Oh yeah! And he had gained like fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd just been sitting around eating, and he's pretty chunky in the movie. It feels when they familiar. got familiar, the story feels familiar. I think I told just it. Put to it you. out there. Okay, yeah. all right. So uh, they were like, "Oh, he can't, he can't have that beard. He can't have that beard in the yeah. movie. We can't yeah, yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah. It's not going to work." Sure. And so that's not movie star. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's supposed that's to be not the, leading the, he, man. Well, he looked old. Like was the, what they said that the beard had some gray in it, and it just made him look as old as Anthony Hopkins. Right, and right, they're like, right, this right. is not going to work. He's the young guy. Got he's it. supposed to be the young, handsome one. Got it. 
So they went to him in his trailer, like the day they were going to start shooting or the day before. And the producer's like, look, you you got to you got to shave the beard. Yes. And he has a freak out, like a huge freak out. Like his whole character was the beard. You know what I mean? And he's like in his, in his trailer, like outdoorsy. Yeah. Throwing his, throwing shit around in the trailer and yelling, you motherfuckers, (laughs) you motherfucking cocksuckers. He has a huge freak out. And, uh, and, and eventually they had to get his, uh, they had to call his agent because he refused to shave it and get his agent to call him and convince him to shave it or else they were going to sue him <laughs> for like five million. They would kick him off the movie and then sue him for the for the advance they gave him, which was like five million bucks. What if I just washed the gray out of my beard? <laughs> Could I keep it then? And so eventually he just did. Nice and easy. And then the uh, the producer uh, had to, had to you know, would just get glared at. Like Alec Baldwin didn't say a word to this guy the rest of the shoot and he would have to keep, he was like staying like 100 feet away from Alec Baldwin at all times. Yeah, I, comes through in the movie it's it it really does it's not good oh come on it's not good it seems weird and distant and and i don't think they have any chemistry the other him and hopkins the other tidbit is the bart the bear they they had a robotic bear that they were going to use for most of the shots and they were just going to use bart the bear for like close-ups or whatever so that but they turned out that bart the bear was so good and so well trained that they rarely used the stunt bear, the, the mechanical bear, uh-huh. because Bart the Bear could do everything sure. that they wanted him to do. Sure. So they spent all this money building this giant mechanical bear, and then they never used it. <laughs> Does that not give you pause <laughs> in any way? No, it makes me You're more, talking about mechanical bear. It makes me more proud of the finished That's product. That's insane. <laughs> I can't believe that's top five for you. I, can't, I, I literally cannot I'm, I'm believe I'm sure it. I'm going to get a lot of shit on Twitter for it. I too, don't know so. that you will. I mean, it seems like everybody loves your picks. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> well, we'll find out. I don't get it. And tweet at us and let us know your top five Mammoth films. Oh, yeah. Please do that. Yeah, That'd using, be fun. Using whatever criteria works for you. Yeah, unless the edge is in your top five. And then don't just go away and stop listening to this podcast <laughs> oh, altogether. Oh, don't, my God. Don't ever. Don't listen to that. Yeah, no. Don't, don't listen totally to listen to that. <laughs> no, we don't want you. No, we need you. We don't we need love you. You. We don't love Stay. you. We definitely don't love you. <laughs> if the edge is in your top no, five, we love that's you. That's a banana boat that you think it's a top five mammoth film. <laughs> oh that's staggering to me. <laughs> I know. You have I still to, you're going to have to live your life staggered. That's all that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> well, I've invited you into it. So I don't have much of a choice. <laughs> well, this was really fun. Was it? Yeah. All right, great. You have anything else to say about top five? No, I think movies? I'm good on that. Look, can we do. The top five scripts, though, at some point, do you think, as a mini? Okay. Or, or work it in somewhere? Because yeah. I, I, it's a completely different list. All right. I'm, for I'm me. down with that. Yeah? I'll do it. All right. Okay, cool. And can I ask one last question? Please do. GGR. GGGR. Yeah. Where would it be? Oh, right. We if you had that. to. I think given the longevity of my love for it and, um, you know, just the way I've always enjoyed it, I think it's got to be number one for me. Number one. And that would slip the edge out of your top five so that i can love you again no what <laughs> state in maine with still- state in maine <laughs> over the edge over the edge that's would, leave, <laughs> would leave your top five uh i, I don't based on the list i have you, here nobody yes. can consider you anyone they'd want to listen to anymore <laughs> how is this how is this your stance <laughs> Well, where is it on your list? GGGR. It would be two. Two. Yeah. Behind the Untouchables. Behind the Untouchables. Okay. Because it it's another perfect movie to me. They're both perfect movies. And uh, you have to say, in the favor of the Untouchables is that you have this 
childhood memory. That's right. Exactly. You know, with I your saw da- it with my so dad. dad I was thirteen. And, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I felt like an adult. I had the same experience with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Plus, my dad yes. took me to see Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it see? was like a big bonding moment. So yes. I always have a fondness for that movie yes. because of that. And it's got and the Untouchables has that sweeping epic quality to it that I respond to. It's, mm-hmm. I like I like heroism. I like stories about heroism. You know, it's it's pretty cut and dry. It's easy to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just fell in love with it. And I'll never stop. Um, but that would, I think, everybody everybody moves down a slot and the verdict is no longer in my top oh, five. Oh, <laughs> now see, I can't have any respect for you if you don't have the verdict in Come your on, top five. it was five. early on in his <laughs> career. You know, was, he just wasn't in his best yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is disallowed. <laughs> Nice to see you again, Mr. Mason. Oh, hello. <laughs> Can I pour you some... Fuck, help Thun- me. Thunderbird Thun- wine? Yes, some Thunderbird that wine. That would be delightful. Do you think they don't still make Thunderbird wine, do they? I don't know. They might. God, I'd love to try it. <laughs> well, gonna, I mean, I bet I feel I have all, to file that away in my I'll mental... I feel classy. My mental uh, file they can't cabinet. can't possibly still... You have a mental filing cabinet? <laughs> and then I want to bring you a I bottle as a gift. I think the latch is broken. <laughs> I want to bring you a bottle as a gift. Shelly snuck into my brain and like emptied it out during the night. Look, you <laughs> in a turtleneck? Yes. You bring me Thunderbird wine, uh-huh. uh, uh, and uh, you're back in the good graces. Oh, all right. You can keep the it's edge in your top five and everything. Yes, that's a plan. <laughs> I love it. I can't believe State and Maine gets the cut for GGD. Well, that, I was just moving it down one slot, and yeah. that's what would happen. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, this has been a blast. It has been I fun. I really love Super fun. This. Yeah. So we'll be back with another regular minute before you know it. So many minisodes coming your way also. Though. Yeah, we'll do those too. We are. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.